welcome back to another episode of Through the Waves. I am your host, Amelia May. And if this is the first time that you're seeing me, welcome to my podcast, my wellness podcast called Through the Waves, where I talk about my life in the waves of it. Hiya, my name is Amelia May. Be anything other than happy. This is my wellness podcast called Through the Waves. The ocean has always inspired my life in more ways than one. It should always be filled with love and passion and excitement. I love viewing my emotions and experiences in life like waves move through the ocean. I love you. So I already recorded this episode and then I went back to check the camera and the camera did not record half of it. So now we're just redoing and filming it all over again. I thought it would be really fun to do this in the beginning of every episode and talk about the waves of my week. And so a couple of them that I've been really loving this week was I have been obsessed and it's my Christmas time and like the holiday time is truly my favorite time of the year. And so I've been loving driving around seeing all the Christmas lights on trees and all the Christmas decorations. I love Christmas more than anything and I'm so excited for this season. So that's been really fun. So yesterday morning, my roommate and best friend had the bestest day. My roommate and my best friend, she's, her name's Gordy. Um, but we had the bestest time ever. We got bagels from our favorite place called Brooklyn Water Bagels. It's like a couple, it's not too far from our apartment. And so we got bagels and took them out to the beach and had a beach day and just like caught up and laughed. And it was really, really fun. And as often as I love to be at the beach, I recently have been so crazy busy that I haven't found enough time to just spend undivided undivided attention at the beach and just be really present and not go on my phone and not do work. And so that's something that I realized I need to do more of. I need to schedule at least like three hours of every single week and have time to go to the beach and sit in the sun and feel the sand on my toes and swim in the ocean and all the things that make me so happy. And I am constantly, if I can be anywhere at any time, it's at the beach sitting in the sun and just hearing the waves crash and feel the sunshine on my face. And last night, my best friend Lily came over. Lily's moving, so we're trying to spend as much time that we can together. She has been my best friend for the past five years, and I don't know what living in South Florida means without her, so we've been spending nonstop time together as often as our schedules allow it. So last night she came over and we watched, I feel like my voice is kind of gone from talking in the entire episode that I just recorded that was only caught through the mic and not the camera. So I'm really sorry guys, I'm gonna pause and get a sip of water. So Lil came over and then we caught up for like two hours and just filled each other in on our weeks. And then we went to Target and picked up non-dairy hot chocolate. I'm doing no dairy currently. Um, I noticed that it's helped so much with my skin and just the way that my skin feels without dairy products. So I've cut out dairy for the past, I wanna say month but it's not consistent. Like I obviously have eaten, I, we had bagels last yesterday and I had cream cheese on my bagel. So I do like half and half. I try to avoid it if I can, but I honestly wanted a cream cheese bagel so bad yesterday. So I listened to my body and I decided to eat dairy and I woke up this morning and my skin doesn't look as crazy as I thought it was going to be after eating a full bagel. And then we ended up also picking up at Target the Pillsbury cookies that they have for the holidays, which if you know, you know, they're the best. Um, and 
we cooked them so they were soft on the inside and after this episode I'm probably gonna go and munch on a couple because we have some leftover from last night and then we watched the Santa Claus 3 which was a classic and we barely watched half of the movie because I got so tired and then ended up going to bed at 12 o'clock so that was really fun and I just love her with my whole heart I I'm gonna miss her to pieces and I'm so excited for this next chapter in Lily's life. And then another wave that I loved this week was my boyfriend and I, we do date night every single week. It's something that we've made a priority just to spend time with each other and we get dressed up. And so we went to one of our favorite restaurants and had the best time. And the restaurant that we went to was decorated so pretty for Christmas. And I love seeing other people's Christmas decorations. It's always been something that I've like loved even as a kid just driving around and seeing everyone's Christmas lights and the way that people decorate their houses and it really just made me so happy because this is my favorite time of the year. So those were my waves for the week. I wanted this episode to be a lot lighter and happier than last week's episode. Last week's episode was really vulnerable to me. It was my wellness journey. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. But I had never talked about what has led me to where I am today on social media so openly and so being able to tell you guys and express the stories that have made me who I am today was really hard. I want it, I want this to be a place where I can be myself and so where you guys can actually get to know me rather than, because I feel like on social media and especially Instagram, I don't think my anyone who follows me can actually get a feel for my personality as just like those and fast videos. So I want this podcast to be just a space where I can actually talk to you guys and be who I am, unconditional and unfiltered and just be me. I wanted today's episode to be learning to embrace your beauty and learning to love your body. And this is a journey that's taken me so long. I think it took me 20 years to learn how to love myself unconditionally. And I still am learning every single day new ways to love myself and ways to treat myself kinder and ways to love me from the inside and not just the outside. As a kid, I was I still am really extroverted. Growing up, I was always active. You could never sit me still. From the moment I got home after school to the moment I had dinner with my family, I was outside playing with my friends, riding bikes and playing in the mud and playing in the snow and the leaves. And because Delaware goes through all the four seasons, I was always outside doing something, whether it was at the beach or in my backyard. My parents allowed me to try to play any sport I wanted to and so they put me in so many activities growing up. I did soccer and lacrosse and I even tried doing ballet. Both my sisters grew up dancing their entire like high school and I want to say like elementary like from elementary school to high school careers and so I tried dancing. It was not my thing but I always was swimming and gymnastics and doing cartwheels around the house and running around and just moving my body. Back then I did not care about what I looked like. All I cared about was how I felt and being super energized and super happy and super in the moment because I was not ever like a technology kid. Like I didn't have a laptop until I was in high school and I was never the kind of kid who would grab the remote and just sit on the couch. I wanted to be doing something with my hands or my body and just moving around. So my poor parents could never keep me still as a kid. I wrote in my show notes that I was the happiest kid ever. I swear, I was always so bubbly and so extroverted. I wanted to be everyone's friend growing up. 
there's so many like times that my parents would tell me that I would just walk up to random kids at the playground or wherever I was and I would look at them and be like, hi, I'm Amelia, like, wanna be my best friend? And I started to doing that to adults and there's this really funny story of here we were trick-or-treating and I easily could have gotten kidnapped. So, I, um, but my family and I, I grew up having a really big family. So I had, I wanna say like more than 12 cousins and we would all go trick-or-treating together. And I was probably like three or four at this time. I was in a tiny white aristocrat costume and I was always the last kid to get candy because I was the youngest and I was the smallest and I never really pushed my way to the front. I would kind of just hang out in the back and just wait till it was my turn to get candy. And so I remember getting candy and like looking at this lady and I remember this so vividly too. Being at the lady after trick-or-treating and I was like, oh my gosh, I love the drafts in your house. And she was like, well, come on in. Do you want to see I have more of them? And so then my family had continued to trick-or-treat and go to the other houses and then realized that I was not with them. And so then they had to retrace their steps and come find me. And when they did, they knocked on the door of the lady's house who I was hanging out at. And I was just sitting on the couch with my like aristocrat costume. I'm, if I can find a photo, I'm going to put it in. And I was like eating pretzels on her couch and my family was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, hey guys, like I'm just hanging out. So thank God I didn't get kidnapped because... It was definitely easy to if I if people wanted to as a kid. That was like God's grace of me not being kidnapped because I would have talked to anyone and everyone as a child. I've always been like that and I've never been afraid to speak my mind. So I guess I was doing affirmations before I even knew what affirmations were growing up. My mom and I talked about this not too long ago that when I was brushing my teeth, I would say things in the mirror to myself like, I am so cool and I'm so fun and I'm so silly and people love being friends with me. And I can see myself doing that now, which is so funny. Um, throughout the video, I think I'm just gonna put random photos of like me as a kid. I think when I realized I was looking for validation and comparison was when I went to middle school. In elementary school, I went to a charter school, so everybody wore uniforms every day. So everyone looked the same every single day. And so there was no need for comparison back then. When I went to middle school, I went to a public school. And so I got to pick out my outfit every single day. And at the time, I didn't have any fashion sense. I wore... Not that people who, don't, who wear this don't have a fashion sense, but I just didn't care. Fashion was not big to me, so I would just grab clothing items and kind of put them together. So I wore my entire sixth grade year, I wore baggy cargo shorts with plaid and like checkers on them. And then I would wear my brother's big Hollister t-shirts that were super comfy and big socks. And then I wore DC chunky sneakers, like the black and pink ones. And um, I didn't care what anybody thought of me back then. I just cared about what people looked like on the outside. And I didn't care what anybody thought of me. I didn't have any reference to think people were judging me for what I was wearing. I just was happy to be wherever I was when I was. In like eighth grade year, I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, the girls are starting to wear skinny jeans and like limited to tank tops and bras. I need all of these things to fit in. And so my mom took me shopping and I learned my own style, but I actually just blended in with the crowd and I, I did what everybody else did because I wanted to fit in and no longer be different. And it's so funny because as kids, we all think that way, but we're all doing the same things to try to fit in. When I wish I would have told myself just dress however I wanted to and feel however I want to feel in my own skin. And that's when I started to pick up insecurities. So when I was in high school, I started developing really bad acne. I had acne from 
my half of my forehead all the way down to my chin so it would cover both sides of my face and I remember my mom taking me to my first ever dermatologist appointment and my skin now is super sensitive and it was even more sensitive back then. I put this cream on my acne blemishes and my skin had a really bad reaction to it and so I broke out on hives and I just remember telling my mom and dad that I didn't want to go to school for like a straight week and so I felt so insecure and some days they let me stay at home because my acne was so bad that I couldn't imagine facing anybody or feeling comfortable in my skin anywhere I went and so I used to put so much makeup on like I used to cake my face with makeup and I also at the time didn't know how to do my own makeup so I would put really heavy foundation on and really heavy powder on just to try to cover up my blemishes which obviously made them worse and I know that now but at the time I didn't so as my acne kept getting worse and worse my insecurities kept building up I was always so scared of what people thought of my face and so over time I learned that my skin does a lot better when it, there's less less is more has always been my motto and it took me a really long time to learn that because I was just trying to cover up my insecurities but I didn't realize that they were only making them worse I would also say Halfway through middle school and the beginning of high school is when I realized that I started needing male validation. So I constantly looked for what I thought guys would find attractive and I would do those things. And I would hide certain parts of my personality to feel wanted or feel desired by boys at the time. Which is so sad to me and breaks my heart because I wish I would have just continued to be myself. But I think also during this time is when everyone's trying to figure out who they are and where they fit in in the world. There's so many traits and habits that I can now look back on and realize. Like I used to binge eat food and I didn't realize that until I was probably like 19 years old that I used to do that as a kid. After soccer practices, I would run upstairs with like family sized bags of like Doritos and chips and I would binge eat food and then I would hide it under my bed so my parents wouldn't find it. And it's not like my parents like put me on like a time schedule for when I could snack. My pantry was always open and my parents were constantly filling it with junk food but then also healthy food. So I had all kinds of options growing up. But for some reason I always hid them because I thought that I shouldn't be eating an excessive amount because I knew that that food wasn't good for me. So I would just do it anyways and I would hide bags of chips under my bed. And it's not like I didn't come from a family that if I wanted to talk to them about this, they would have listened and they would have been here for me. But I just did it because I think I did it as a coping mechanism for not feeling comfortable in my skin. And so I would hide the food I would eat in my bedroom. During my junior year of high school, I became obsessed with what I eat in days. And I started loving vegan YouTubers and so then I started becoming vegan and it lasted for a good three months. That's when I feel like my skin started to clear up a ton more because I was nourishing my body with more whole foods and I was eating a lot of raw fruits and vegetables so I just became obsessed with the healthy lifestyle until basically I got to college which you guys kind of already heard about but I also thought that at the time I was going to be playing sports in college so I started taking strength and conditioning classes, which was um, a class at my school in a weight room. And so a lot of athletes did it. And it's basically like a time for you to work out and lift weights. It's like an extra gym class. I remember pushing my body so hard and feeling so sore after that I had to take it upon myself to learn what feels good for my body and what makes my body 
feel sexy and feminine. So half a majority of the class were male and then there were like a small portion of girls that were athletes in the class. And so I remember my coach coming up to me one day and telling me that I had to do this. I was, I was doing the move incorrectly. And he was like, no, 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 that's not how you're supposed to do it. And I told him, I was like, I cannot do this. I was like, this is not the way my body's built. Like some people are, but this is not what works for me. And so I ended up learning how my body needs to work out the best. And I started learning about what my body feels good in. And so that kind of stopped when I went to my freshman year of college, which I talked about in my wellness journey. But that's something that I still do today. It took me so long to realize that lifting really heavy weights does not make me feel good in my body, that I like a lot of more high intense workouts, more cardio based and higher reps and lower weights. And that's what makes me feel sexy and feminine and confident in who I am. And I still practice that today. I work out three times a week. I work out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I realized that that's all my body needs. So that way on Thursdays and Tuesdays, my body's able to recover. So on Thursdays and Tuesday mornings, I typically go to the sauna. I do steam and infrared. When I started working out with my trainer, Erin from One Fitness, her and I sat down and she asked me what my body goals are or how I want to feel. And I told her, I want to feel good and sexy and confident, but I want to stay slim and I want to stay toned and I want to feel active and move my body and not feel tight and not feel as sore as I used to growing up. When I was in kindergarten was the first time I realized that, that I'm Asian. A little boy came up to me and he obviously didn't know what he was doing at the time and he didn't know that it was hurtful, but he came up to me and he was like, what does your family eat for dinner? Cats and dogs? And I was like, no, like my family eats the same things that your family does. I, I couldn't understand why he asked that. I was like, my family eats chicken and steak and potatoes and, and rice, but we also eat Chinese food. I was like, what does that even mean? And so over time, kids would kind of come up to me and say comments to me and I didn't understand it for the longest time what that meant or why I was different in my body. And I resented being Asian for such a long time and I resented feeling comfortable in my ethnicity. I used to be so upset and negative towards being Asian. I remember one day in elementary school, I like tried taping my eyelids because I realized that my eyelids look differently than everybody else and it breaks my heart and I wish I could go back and hug my younger self because she didn't understand what it meant and all she wanted to do was fit in. And I wish I would have learned that it's so much better to stand out and be who you are and be who you were born as. I spend so much time in the ocean in bikinis and I want to make sure that my pieces are sustainable for our planet. Breezy Swim was founded on a love for the ocean and need for bikinis that fit. Made from the highest quality recycled fabrics, each piece is designed with body confidence in mind. A portion of all their sales is donated to cleaning and protecting our oceans. Use code WAVES20 for 20% off your first order at breezyswim.com. This one story makes my heart so sad. Um, Chinese New Year's is a huge holiday for my family and it's the start of the lunar calendar in China and my entire whole family celebrated it every single year. And one year, my dad, dad, if you're listening to this, I love you more than anything. And mom, if you're listening to this, I love you guys more than anything. Thank you guys so much for everything. But my dad homemade like 50 dumplings and brought and gave them to me to bring into school one day. And oh, it breaks my heart saying this out loud and it hurts me. I threw away the entire pan because I didn't want to give it to my class because I didn't want to be seen as anything different than who they were. Growing up, 
All of my best friends were blonde haired, blue eyed, beautiful girls. And all of them loved me for who I was, not because I was Asian or not what I looked like. They loved me because I treated them with kindness. I didn't understand that growing up. I remember thinking that boys found them more attractive than me because I was Asian, which, oh, I wish I could just go back and squeeze younger my younger self and tell her like, I love you and you're loved and you're perfect the way you were born and everything's gonna be okay. I focused on that so much growing up and then I don't think I truly fell in love with my ethnicity and heritage until I got to college where I met two of my best friends who are Asian and they could understand what I'd gone through as a kid and they understood going to the Asian grocery store with their family and taking off their shoes when they enter the house and going to temples and being around Buddhas and um, that's when I learned that uh, there are more kids and there's more people like me and so that's when I started to relate more to them and relate more to my heritage and embrace who I am and so now I love celebrating Chinese New Year's and it's fun because my friends and I all get to do it and my friends loving they love when I make Asian dishes at home and it's so much fun combining our cultures and it's it's truly something that I wish I would have been able to tell my younger self back then when I needed to hear it the most. So I also want to talk to you guys about things that I do when I feel like my body needs more love or when my heart needs more love. So I try to focus on instead of my flaws and pointing out different body parts in the mirror that I don't feel completely comfortable in. I try to think about what they do for me instead of how they look. So they make me feel one step closer to being my full authentic self every single day. I will sometimes take out a note sheet in my phone and I will speak affirmations like text to speak them in my phone. And I will say things like I am beautiful. My body is healthy. I am I am one step closer to loving my body completely. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be in this moment. And I, I like to say affirmations to connect myself with my higher self and connect myself to ground my body. And sometimes I even play affirmations. I'll look them up on YouTube or Spotify and I'll play them out loud. I'll look up like love affirmations or self-love affirmations or um, health affirmations and just hear them. And like I'll either repeat them or I will think about them and repeat them in my mind subconsciously. Something that my friends know a ton of because I always tell them this, that when they're not feeling themselves and or when I'm not feeling myself, I will go into my bathroom and shut my door and just get really close to the mirror and kind of talk to myself as a friend. I think so often we're able to give love to our friends and our coworkers and our family more than we are to ourselves. And so I think it's so important to have the one-on-one -on -one time and just talk to your friend and say positive things about yourself or talk to yourself as a friend and say positive things about yourself like you would to somebody who you love because who needs the most love from you every single day is typically yourself. So I always make that a priority when I'm not feeling like my best self or I'm not feeling as confident. I like to just sit with myself and tell her how much and why I love her. The form of self-love that I embrace every single day is movement in my body. I know that when I leave a workout or when I leave after sweating, I feel so much better. So, and it also, it's the time where, I, like working out is therapy for me because it's the time where I don't have to do anything. Like I don't have to think about anything. All I have to do is just focus on the moments or focus on how I'm moving my body and how my body feels. And so it's almost the same as when I meditate. Where when I meditate, I try not to th think about my thoughts. I mean, they come and they go, but I try to let them, I try to focus on the present moments. So I do the same and moving my body makes me feel good. And 
It makes me feel energized and it brings so much love into my heart. I know I never feel bad leaving a workout and I know I only feel better about pushing myself harder and showing up for who I am. My therapist and I were talking about this last week that she doesn't think that I am anxious 24 seven. She thinks I'm situationally anxious. I think that's right. Um, so when I notice that I get overwhelmed or when my brain's moving too fast, I like to plant both my feet on the ground and feel my heart and just breathe into my heart and feel the blood pumping from my heart and into the rest of my organs and realize that my body is doing wonders for me and it's working a bajillion times harder than I think it is and it also just grounds me and right to my core. I am so extroverted and the older I've gotten the more time I've fallen in love with just alone time and so in order for me to be social and do what I need to do every single day whether it's like work and meetings and calls and being around friends and family and the things that I love to do I need to take time to just recharge my social battery so if I do have a really crazy schedule during a week I will designate one day or at least like one morning and spend it by myself and get my nails done or drink coffee outside on my balcony and just like watch the leaves or lay in bed and read all day or lay in bed and watch a movie or take a bath or do my skincare and do a mask and do all the things that help me reset every single week to where I can show up as my best self every single day in so many ways for the people I love and the things that I need to get done and just reset my mind and ground me. I feel like that's something that I keep saying is like bring me back to ground zero and that's what all of those things do and just taking time to be alone. Also taking time to be alone has taught me how to love myself more. The summer of going into my senior year, I spent half of it like working every single day and so I learned to love my alone time and just be by myself. I used to always be dependent on people to be by my side, not even to speak to me every single day, but just to be in my in my personal bubble, just to feel connected to someone when I didn't need that. I just need to be connected to who I am. I also love laughing and smiling as a form of giving myself self-love. And okay, I know this one study and never come to me for hard facts because the majority of the time I butcher a lot of the things that I say. But I promise the message is all correct, or I mean well. So I know Harvard did a study where they took like, let's say like 100 depressed people, and they split into groups, so 50 and 50. And for, I think it was 60 days, they made them smile. They made half the group smile in a mirror for a minute every single day. And then they let the other half continue with their lives. And the half that did smile in the mirror every single day dissolved their depression and it helped them so much with their anxiety and it just made them live a lighter and happier life and so that speaks volume to anything if if you're taking anything from this episode take that because the more you choose to be happy it's obviously a lot easier said than done but the more you choose to let yourself be happier the more beautiful mindset you have and outlook that you have on the world so i'm gonna end the episode there But thank you guys so much again for listening to another episode of Through the Waves. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day.